Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Playcast. Today is a special one, one that's been causing fires beneath the hell pits of Jump Cut Play. People have been fighting to the death. Some people have made it out, and here they are to talk about, for its year anniversary, The Last of Us Part 2. And to do that with me, I have Aaron. Hello, guys. How you doing? Doing well. You didn't address me as Trader right. Boy, so I'm leaving. Alright, let's do it one more time. Hello, Trader Boy. Hello there, hi. Are you ready to fight? I'm, I get the knuckle dusters on. <laughs> Kyle, are you ready for battle? Oh, yeah, because I just actually came to realisation that because there's less numbers, it's just going to be three on one. Oh, that's not... <laughs> I've just realised that on, too. It's not only three on one, it's three on somebody who likes the game. <laughs> Just not <laughs> Sam just the punching bag was advocate, yeah. <laughs> as you and Siobhan, how are you? Are you ready for this battle of the century? Hell yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> Most intense battle since the Lego debate. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> Last of Us Lego set when. Yeah, fuck, that, that would be Kyle's most anticipated game. Last of, us, last of Us Lego would be good. Imagine if it comes like a mini bear trap and all sorts of different oh, like, traps with it. As I said, the the back of the Xbox Series X box has a fucking Lego Star Wars. <laughs> the back on of it. the Series Xbox. <laughs> so I know it's sort of ridiculous. If they if they bring out this Lego set, one thing I want to know, and I think you know what I'm going to ask you is, will it have laugh out loud Lego? Well, <laughs> the I, trademark. I know. I, 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 I think just comes with a territory. <laughs> <laughs> the first yeah, that's, thing that's I guess. <laughs> the first thing I guess I want to get into then with The Last of Us Two. Um, Obviously, before it came out, tremendous amount of hype going into it, and some, I guess, some mixed responses already due to the unfortunate leaks a couple of months beforehand. I'd like to just go around the circle, I guess, and um, find out what were your expectations going into it. So, Siobhan, I'll come to you first. Going into the Last of the Two, what were you expecting? Did you have any worries, any doubts? Um, God, I actually. It was, well, it actually wasn't that long ago, but it feels like it was an age ago. Um, I was just like, I was just super hype. And I think mainly I was just, I think I was in such a state of anxiousness for like mm. a week before because of all the leaks. So I just don't really think I could have actually like, I don't know. It was like an anxious, excited kind of vibe slash <laughs> I kind of thought I might have uh, had it spoiled. And like, it was that kind of like just weird in between phase. Um which carried on throughout the entire game, uh, just because of the nature <laughs> of it. But that was, yeah, pretty much my state of mind. So you, so you didn't get anything spoiled for you beforehand? <sighs> you managed to go into it? I, All right, then. You know, I think I saw something, and it wasn't like a explicit spoiler, but it was... I mean, I guess it was, because I kind of figured it out, so I kind of knew what was going to mm. happen. Like, the big thing, which I'm sure we're going to talk about later, so I'll just... <laughs> save that <laughs> yeah, can, we, can we decide if can we just spoil i feel like yeah it's gonna be full on spoilers yeah. i just didn't yeah, want to be yeah. that person you know before like you know just like joel dies ah there we go <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, uh, it's done it's done there we go yeah it's in the open it. yeah but yeah i can't remember what it was that i saw but i just remember that i was like oh shit like yeah god yeah. damn it you know um uh and i think i don't know for me i was kind of when i did realize that it was more i tried to just i was like you know what the journey 
is going to be still great. So, yeah. Kyle, what about you going into this game? I know that you and Aaron are quite big fans of the franchise. Were you pretty hyped going in, or did you did you want to like kind of temper your expectations? Um, I, I wasn't massively hyped because I think when I played the first game many many moons ago, I, I wasn't actually that blown away by it. I was kind of mm. underwhelmed, and then. And kind of the year that the second one was coming out so the, the lead up to it, I replayed the first one and by the time I'd finished it again it was like a couple months before the second one came out and then I was like oh my god this game holds up so much more and I've like, I liked it so much more playing it as like a fully grown adult rather than a petulant child um, <laughs> I, just, I, I, I just didn't understand Kyle I just didn't get it yeah, yeah. I was like, where's, where's the Lego I just didn't get it there was, there was none of that Lego banter um but, you know, I was excited because it was just cool that a second one was coming out. And sadly, I must have been... I can't remember when the leak was, but this must have been like um, February or March of last year. I saw just the photo of Joel dead. Oh. And that was it. No caption, nothing. Because so, I'd already <laughs> muted... Because I'd muted everything on Twitter. I was like, mm. every possible Last of Us term was muted. But when somebody just tweets a photo, it was the photo of Joel dead. And it just said in the photo, Joel died. So yeah, it's just jam, mate. It's just jam. <laughs> I was fucking raging because it was like right as I was going to bed, it was like two o'clock oh, in the morning. So upsetting. I was just yeah, I was so angry. I was like, oh, that's it. It's like ruined. Um, so that, so I mean, I I didn't watch a single trailer other than the first announcement trailer. They were just like the game exists. Um, so the fact that that and the fact that Joel died were the two things I knew about the game going into it were uh, had endless. But I mean, I can talk a bit more about. Uh, what it was like playing the game after knowing that but i really that was the only thing i knew i managed to avoid everything else other than joel which to be honest in the scheme of things i would have pre- i'm glad that got spoiled and not other things mm. that happened in the mm. game i'm mm. much glad that was the thing yeah that yeah. got spoiled because it was like so close to the start of the game but uh, yeah i guess Tr- hand it over at the resident last of us fanboy <laughs> take it take it trader boy run with it <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like where to kind of start with this. For for one, like when the the Last of Us, the first game, is like one of my all time favorites. Uh, the kind of game that just blew me away in a sense. That I was like, video games can be this, can do this. I found it insane. Uh, so then when they announced the second one, I just was like, I didn't know what I wanted to be honest because. I I didn't really want or expect to have a second game and then I didn't I didn't I thought it was a risk a huge unnecessary risk to do a second game so I was like for a while I was just like well obviously I'm excited but like do I really want this you know so mm-hmm. um when uh in terms of like getting things spoiled I too I had the the Joel's death spoiled as well but not as like concretely as 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 you guys maybe it was it was more like i'd actually avoided everything on twitter hadn't seen a thing about it and then literally my friend was over and i was like mate you have to see the gameplay for the new like this is one of my friends is like he kind of likes games but he's like doesn't actually really play them so like the last of us gameplay had come out like six months ago or six months before whatever 
So then I was like, bro, you have to see this. You have to see this gameplay. It looks unreal. So like, as I was on YouTube, I'm like typing it in with my oh. like TV remote. It was like the last was part two, and then one of the auto like suggested things was the last was part two, Joel's death. And I was like, no. no. I was like, no. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like you know that way where you just kind of quickly mm. turn away, but like the damage is done. It was in my. Oh. It was in my mind. But to be honest. I did fully expect that to, to be the case. I, I had been saying from day one with, with some of my friends, because one of my other friends, he really loves the first game, as like there's not a chance that they can do a second game without it having some sort of ramifications for what happened at the end of the last. And to me, the natural progression of that was for Joel to die. So I wasn't surprised. And I'm kind of glad, like, I don't think it spoiled it in any way because it didn't I didn't know how he died or anything like that. I knew nothing about Abby and all this kind of stuff. So like but I was piecing it together in my head, but I don't think I would have like I think it would have been the exact same had I not seen that. You know, like when you you first see Abby and uh Owen and they're kinda talking and they're just kinda being a bit vague about stuff as even then I would I knew I know I would have been like they're talking about Joel. Like, they're hunting Joel. I think I would have pieced it together mm. anyway. So it didn't spoil it too much for me. But, yeah, I was I was super nervous. Like, genuinely. Like, I, I had the whole living room set up. And I was literally sitting at the window like a dog. Waiting on the postman <laughs> for my copy oh, to arrive. Oh, me too. Yeah, I was, like, like hanging out the window. Because it didn't arrive till, like, 3 o'clock. And I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was torture. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I managed to get mine about 11 that morning. So <sighs> I wasn't as bad. But yeah, it was it was very anxious, I think, when I first started it. See, I I was looking forward to it coming out. I mean, you know that I'm not like the hottest on this franchise, but I did enjoy the first game for what it was. Uh, but I didn't pick it up at, on launch. I actually only played it, as you know, like a couple months ago when mm-hmm. it was like £14 in Argos. <laughs> it's all about bargain. the bargain. <laughs> I know, right? I'm all about the bargain. You're um, the bargain but... boy. <laughs> there we go, mate, bargain boy. <laughs> so I picked it up then, um, but I do remember when it was coming out and Reese on the Jump Cut team, he, like you were, and was like waiting for it to arrive and like checking his watch every two seconds. Like, it's got to be here. The tracking said it was down the street. Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> but yeah, it's been interesting actually, like kind of having such a long gap before playing it because I've seen everybody's kind of reactions to it and I'm sure we'll get into why those reactions have been so polarising but having I don't know, having seen it go like that it was an interesting experience to boot it up and then get stuck into it even with like some of the spoilers like that un- unfortunately did get spoiled like doesn't actually anyway because I've left it so long so it's kind of my fault anyway Yeah. but yes, so I was kind of middling on it going into it so I guess with his expectations out of the way um having played it just briefly again we'll go around and we'll start with you kyle this time having played it was it worth the wait after all that time um i guess because i didn't really feel like i was waiting for it you know because i didn't build it up in my head it wasn't like um you know like final fight 7 remake where it was something i was waiting like years for or no man's yeah. sky which was just crushingly disappointing after <laughs> waiting three or four years for it um, so I only really started to get excited the week of, and even that I wasn't really particularly. I wasn't like um, Siobhan and Aiden like, oh, I can't, you know, it's coming today. I was just like, I arrived as I right, I'm gonna sit, and you know, just sit and try and get through as much as I can. Um, 
so it was strange in that front because it was obviously just a game. it wasn't a game i was hugely excited for but it was a game i just knew i had to play it and just you know be involved with it as well as I, I wanted to you know i'm not usually somebody who wants to rush for the games but this one's because i knew spoilers were just going to happen so quickly and it was going to get more difficult to avoid it it was one of those things i want to get it done mm. as quickly as possible which i don't even think i did i think it still took me the best part of a week to get through it because it's quite a long game mm-hmm. um at least it felt it, like it feels longer than the first one in a few ways <laughs> um but as soon as i started it and you, you're playing as well you know you do that kind of introduction cut scene then you're playing as abby it was just and from that point it was just impossible to put it down um especially after the, you know the main event happens <laughs> at that point i feel like you just you, you can't well at least i couldn't i just couldn't stop playing it and again i'm trying not to jump too far ahead um i'm just trying to stay with the beginning for just now i guess i just wanted to focus on I, how, how, I can't remember, what was your question again? I'm trying to make sure I don't jump too far ahead. <laughs> um, just that, obviously, I've been playing it now. Do you think it was worth right, the yes, wait? Yes, that was all. it. Um, I'd, I'd say so. I think I, I stand by that this is the best possible direction that they could have went with a sequel to The Last of Us. Um, I don't think like, that, is, that doesn't mean that there maybe wasn't better ideas. I'm not saying like this is the absolute pinnacle of storytelling. I just mean for me. And what I wanted out of a sequel to The Last of Us, which was anything that wasn't going to be just Joel and Ellie kicking about again, yeah, you know, doing the same thing. I wanted something different that was going to, you know, make me feel the same way I felt during the first one, which was like full of surprises and shocks. I didn't just want it to retread the same ground. So for me, it was worth the wait because it didn't feel like that much of a wait, to be honest. And now that I definitely don't want a sequel, even though they're probably going to make one because they keep talking about it like it's inevitable um even if again like last of us three is coming out in five years i probably wouldn't get excited again because it's just a case as i had I, I mean what i don't want it and two it's just like okay i don't know and you know what i mean i don't, I don't know if that makes yeah. sense it's, yeah. it's just there's no, no reason to get excited it's such a weird predicament this series finds it in, itself in because i you know there's there's a lot of different game franchises that i love and I would die for, like, you know, another six sequels or whatever. It, but this is literally, like, some of my favourite games in every... Like, after 2, it was almost like a complete sigh of relief where, relief where I was like, oh, thank God it was good. Like, I really loved it. Okay, please don't make another one. Because, like, you've taken the big the big bar... Uh, the big risk here, the big gamble, and it's paid off. But don't... You know, you're going to run out of luck eventually or... Not necessarily, not saying it was luck that they got it, they they done it well, but I just, I would, it would be that whole process over again for me where I would just be really nervous about it. For you, Aaron, then, like, obviously with the, the sequels, I, I feel like you can't go past a third game. I feel like it's a trilogy if they do do another one. I don't see them being able to span it like that far ahead, and I know you're waiting. As the meme is with the retroactive reveal for Last of Us faction <laughs> <laughs> to rear its head at some point. I, I personally don't see it going past the third game. But while we are on you, Aaron, um, obviously I already know like behind the scenes about your viewpoint on this game. But obviously, having played it, I'm going to guess it's a resounding yes that it was worth the wait. Oh, hundred percent. Like I think it took me a, a couple of weeks to, before I was able to kind of confidently say that it was better than the first game uh, because. Mm-hmm. It was almost just like that that kind of way like you're afraid to embrace anything as new you know like you i've I've watched films before or played games i'm like that's the best thing ever and then like 
six months later I've not thought a single thing about it but there was a point with the last was where you know I was <laughs> I was like listening to the music about you know I have a driving job and I was listening to the music at the end and I'd be like getting fucking emotional in the car <laughs> and I'm just like mate this game has drilled its way into my core <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like I, I remember genuinely like feeling like for probably a solid week and a bit like genuinely just sad because I I, I was like mate my, my, my digital dad's dead like Joe <laughs> kicked it and like I was just genuinely like you know it actually took me a little mm. bit as well to realise it where I was like man I'm just kind of a bit deflated and then the music came on <laughs> it went just like on shuffle in the car and then I was like teething up just like about to to, <laughs> to crash everybody's shopping into a field <laughs> in the middle of Scotland but um yeah it's definitely definitely for me like it just it paid off in every single way i think imaginable because it just my whole thing was just like i would rather hate it than think it was okay i think like what kyle Mm -hmm. was saying like i really didn't want it to be just another kind of joel and ellie have to go across this you know that there's some reason they have to venture across america again and yeah. You know, except they're older. It'd be, it'd be Britain this time. It'd be like Agent Cody Banks too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that that was kind I'd of a big thing for me. Um, so I was really glad when it just it not just it felt like something I didn't expect, but something that felt so right for a sequel to this game, and it's something that just I don't think this is something as well we can get into but like i just the, the storytelling the, the what they've done with the narrative i think just pulled me in so many directions that i was just feeling so torn but in the best kind of way like exactly the way i think they intended you to and it just surprised me all the way up to the very end of it we'll come back we'll definitely come back to that because i have some <laughs> thoughts on that <laughs> Also, if they do bring it to London, Kyle, you know it has to be a Watchdogs crossover. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh my God, it's Joel from DeadSec. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, hey, welcome to DeadSec. <laughs> oh, jeez. Siobhan, yes. uh, having played it as well, do you think it was worth the wait? Or do you think the first one is better? Where um, do you stand on it? Well, it was a funny one because I played the first one. Well, I played um, up until they crashed the car in the first one um mm-hmm. like back this was back in 2000 and uh 13. 17 no 17 so i was Sorry. trying to think where i was and what house i was in um and i just kind of gave up um i didn't really i don't know i just didn't click with the first one when i played it for the first time and i just stopped playing it um and i think because the second one was coming out um last year i was like you know what lockdown today well i think i just had a day where i was like today is the day <laughs> where i start last of us again because <laughs> it's um my boyfriend's it's his like one of his favorite games ever and he's just for years and years has just been desperate for me to play it and he's just like you just need to like it's really good like the end's great and like you know he just he's just been desperate to share it with me essentially so i did it and i absolutely like i don't know what it was i just got past the bit in the first one and like after that I was like this is just incredible um I think there are definitely flaws of the first one um which I think were ironed out in two um so to be fair I think I finished the first one in like uh May or like the end of March or something um so there actually wasn't really that much of a wait for me 
but I was in that point of time again I was quite hype for it um so uh yeah it was um it definitely was because I think that the second one in my humble opinion completely eclipses the first one I still like the first one but yeah. I just think the second mm. one just does things that and made me feel things uh <laughs> that emotions the, the, the emotion <laughs> yeah it just it just did uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting. One. I've never felt so many different emotions at once. Um, mm-hmm. I've never felt yeah. so strongly about uh, a fictional thing before. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's um, uh, so it, it was worth the small weight that I had. Yeah. For <laughs> a little bit of context here as well, I replayed the game just before uh, part two came out for a video. Um, yeah. But that was also my seventh time playing it. Oh my I, god! Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, know the first game inside out. It's just just wanted to throw that in there. Speed running the first yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. See, are you I that see... guy that's like sweating in the car? Well, <laughs> the thing is, if you if you somehow you know if you were like friends with me on PlayStation and you're like, fuck man, that guy's played that game seven times. If you look at my hour count, I've got over. 200 hours in the last was oh my god but um, a lot of that a lot of that is on factions to be fair but the thing is i have a shockingly low amount of the trophies just because like every time i'm like i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna do the collectibles i'm gonna do grounded and then i'm just like this isn't the way to play like the the last (laughs) was isn't a game that i want to play as a game i want to just every time Mm -hmm. i try and do that i end up just playing it like with the narrative again so that's how i've ended up playing it so many times but yeah First one is a, it's a good one. It's a banger, is how the kids would say. <laughs> Sam was so buzzing for it, he waited ten months to play it. It's true, it's true. I was like, this is a, a monumentous occasion, and I'm not going to play it on launch. I'm going to let it breathe for a little bit after it's yeah. come out. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's just simply too hyped. Too hyped. <laughs> yeah, I'm <players>. too hyped. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weird because like, I wouldn't necessarily waiting as such as much as you guys for it to come out but i did like have some anticipation for it so when i went into it and started playing it i didn't kind of have as much expectations i guess but i, I don't know i just wanted to see how it kind of innovated on the first game um having played it i i, I like the game just fine which has been a point of contention i'm sure with the jump cut player team how can you say it's fine how, how can you say that uh, yeah I, I like it just fine like i don't think it's a bad game by any means it definitely has issues in my opinion that i think could have been resolved um but i guess i'll I'll start with that actually going into the next point I, I know we're all itching to get to the story aspects of it which have been the most controversial parts of it but i'll just say it just a little bit longer um what i want to kind of start with is just the gameplay itself because that's that's kind of the main issue i have with the last of us 2 it oh. just feels kind of, i don't know if it feels very gimmicky and a bit grindy like you have to pick up shit all the time so like, <laughs> i know you can put the auto pick up thing on but like i'm not gonna lie to you folks i didn't even realize that was a thing until like 15 hours either. into the game i had no idea you could do that so oh. I'm like in every flat bathroom, garage, like your nan's basement or something, trying to find <laughs> like medicine and these hunting books so I can become hitman and everything. And that's just one thing that got on my nerves. And I, I don't know. I feel like 
going off of the first game, there isn't that much innovation off of what they have there. It's pretty much the same kind of deal, just in new environments. And I know Aaron's like actually seething right now. His computer. <laughs> I can feel the tension coming through right now. That that's kind of my issue with it. Like everything else around it, like fidelity and all that, it, it's an amazing looking game. It's definitely one of the best looking games of of that generation. And I, it could easily have passed as a PS5 game had that console come out earlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the main kind of like game, gameplay loop then I guess is where I have my issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Siobhan, I'll come to you because you just saying like with the second one you feel like a lot of the issues are ironed out um do you want to speak to that a little bit yeah i mean i think because i honestly like i kind of agree with you anyway um but i don't i don't know for me it it wasn't as much of a bad thing i think i found with the first one it was quite clunky um Mm -hmm. that's the best way i can explain it um (laughs) i think they've kind of polished it but yeah not really added anything new which honestly like i i'm not mad at to be honest i um for me it was just easier to get kind of get back into that world and kind of having that familiarity um yeah with the gameplay and the mechanics in there um yeah i yeah I, I just I don't have an issue it's one of those same, like for me it's like but different but same yeah but like for me like with The Last of Us like I hate to be that person but for me like I know it's a game and the gameplay of a game is important <laughs> but it's so <laughs> much about the narrative that for me the gameplay takes a bit of a backseat in my head yeah. of like no, you, you know what I mean that. yeah like I yeah I mean, a lot of the time... It's more about the immersion yeah. of the story than it is the actual mm. playing the game. Yeah, rather. exactly. And I and you know what? It worked for the first one, so they were just like, eh, hey, we'll just polish it up and it's fine. And that, you know what? <laughs> it worked for me, so, yeah. No, that's fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Kyle, what about you? Um, I actually... I, the, the gameplay in the first... The gameplay in the first game... <laughs> I, I think, I think so. I don't know what it is. I think it's, it's good. It's just something that never really grabbed me. There were times in the first game especially replaying it there were moments i couldn't be arsed like doing stealth as i'd mm. rather just run through this and try and kill everyone yeah because there were times that and, and this does happen in the second game where it's just like such a massive area and you've got to get to like the other side and it's just like i can't be bothered because i mean I, I do like stealth games but there are times it's like mm. i don't know i can't be bothered especially replaying games i do like to just like try and rush through it and sometimes um but there's something about the last of us 2 and i don't know if it's just the level designs better or i mean I, I, I don't know what it is but i just really enjoyed even to speak to the going around picking up resources and stuff like that i loved doing that in the second game just because like i loved the world design in it and the level design even that first open area which um i mean maybe it, you know i guess i'll mention that i do find it weird that in the second game it gives you this open area at the start and then never does it again I got to that point in the second game, I was like, is this going to be like open world? Is this going to be like a massive... And then it just, and then the rest of it's just very linear, which is fine. I'm fine with it being a linear game. It was just so strange that that had that one open area in mm-hmm. for like two hours. Yeah, I think you can see that that um, in Uncharted 4. They kind of mm-hmm. done that with the Madagascar level um, when, yeah, you're yeah, in, when you're in the Jeep. So I, I don't think it's something that Naughty Dog have never done before. But yeah, I get what you're talking about with that, with the open world. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I, that was one of the points actually coming up to the release of the game that I 
wasn't entirely keen on when they mentioned like we're gonna have these big areas and and i was like i don't need that mm. really mm-hmm. from from a game like this <laughs> like if i want that if, I'll go if the game has a big Red area Dead. i send it back <laughs> <laughs> big areas no 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 thank yeah. you um, um Sorry, I, I'll keep, do you want me to keep going before I let you go fucking yeah yeah it? yeah on you go yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll lay some ground more but yeah I, that was fine but I don't know if it I think you're right the first game does feel just because of its age it does feel a wee bit clunky from time to time mm-hmm. I think that's just the nature of some of the animations are a wee bit dated it can go from like Joe will be walking and then like action mode yeah. and Joe but whereas <laughs> The Last of Us 2 like the fluent transition between just exploring and getting into like a fight scene whether that be like melee combat or uh, stealth or you know gunplay it just feels so interconnected and it never feels there are i mean it just feels less of walking action like the first game had a lot of that it'd be like walking story then massive fight scene that goes on for half an hour then walking story and the second game it just feels a lot more spread out and although there are those moments where it's like get to the end of this area and it's going to take you ages because it's massive it just felt far more varied you know he had the, the abandoned ship and stuff like that the kind of construction sites the hotels just so much more of that was really engaging to me um and then it comboed that there was a lot more kind of heavier action scenes where it was a case of like you've got to use you know because the last of us one has that moment at the end where it's like fuck it just use all your ammo like this is it just go balls to the mm-hmm. wall but then the second game, there's a lot of, i think the second game has a lot more moments i mean it depends obviously on the difficulty you're playing on but the second game also as well, just due to the accessibility options, which I really like about it. If like, because I wanted my girlfriend to play this, and I just know, just somebody who doesn't play a lot of games to, to be like, right, you got to be stealthy, you've got to not get seen by enemy. But the fact that I could go to her, like, right, put it on this difficulty. Here's as much ammo as you want. Just play it as if it's COD, <laughs> and you, she'll still get a somewhat similar experience out of it because she's just more just there for the story. I really love that aspect of it. Um, yeah, it just felt, I don't know, there was just something about it, although it doesn't really change the formula that much, it just really gripped me unlike the first one did. Aiden, on you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's right about the first game. It, it, has, it has dated a little bit, which is obviously natural considering it's an eight-year-old game now. It does feel a little clunky in comparison. I think the, the gameplay in the second is, is just fantastic I, I i genuinely genuinely loved it and i think a lot of that is actually down to the um the ai design that they've done like they vastly improved the uh enemies in the second game because in the first everyone has a preset path so like when you're doing the stealth you have the guy that you know he walks up to a wall when he goes oh there's nobody here whatever turns around walks over to this other point and he's like oh nobody here turns back around goes back to the place he was before you know so it's just like you and you really that becomes incredibly apparent when you're playing the grounded mode um of part one the second part does have that like everyone's going to come out at certain you know like if you are walking down the into this area there's going to be enemies that come out of that door and that door or this bit whatever but like they just feel a lot more fluid in the sense that like if you do throw a bottle somewhere like all of them are going to congregate in that area and then they're just going to you know go off and away and i just found it a lot more like immersive because like mm-hmm. i couldn't quite predict what was going to happen i didn't like go oh no i forgot about this guy that was around the corner or anything because like 
you know, in the first game you just knew where everyone was and it was pretty easy like that, but in this one it just, you know, the tension of like, I actually don't know who's around this corner, I actually <laughs> don't know how many people are left and then I liked all, I, I know like, it, it was kind of ridiculed a little, but I liked the, the little touches as well that they had, like them, you know, the enemies saying each other's names and all this kind of yeah. stuff and it just, the, the different kind of attacks, I just... I just really enjoyed it, and I, and I mean, one thing I do hate though is the fucking dogs because they just make me <laughs> sweat. Because it's just like a thing to constantly like. You need to keep moving because these dogs are sneaking up mm. on you as well. But talking about the animations oh, and stuff, must be sent, mate. Uh, oh, I know, easy. Just a wee bottle of links on you. The dog won't bother you. Um, but yeah, like uh, the the animation in LA is just uh, incredible. Like the the way that like. You just, you move, you know, you can go from being prone on your stomach to on your back, on your side. You can jump, you can dive into a prone position. You can, you know, just yeah, all of I, these. I do appreciate that. Yeah, like all of that, it just felt very natural. It didn't mm. feel vi- video gamey at any point. Mm. Like, you know, like when you were playing fucking Black Ops and you had like, hold the circle button and you do like that mad dive, you know, forward, <laughs> if Dol- you remember that. dolphin diving. Yeah. <laughs> so like that. I just I really really loved and then like the, the the detail like when you shoot people like you know like the spray behind the head and stuff like that everything just felt really weighty and I just I found that yeah it's not really innovative I don't think in many ways like a lot of these things we do expect if you have a game that's coming out seven years after the first one we expect the enemy AI to be better we expect the animations to be more polished and blah 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 but like it just it just felt like a really well realized package of gameplay for me that fit within this world like it's not too crazy you know it's not there's nothing mm. incredibly special about it but like you were saying Siobhan like it doesn't really need to be because obviously then you you're there for that story experience but I think there is a solid like on the fly survival gameplay experience there as well when you're you know yeah. crafting and all this kind of stuff so I really like that it's so funny because like you're talking <laughs> I'm just like Lizzie you talk about like all like kind of stealthing and everything like I just wanted to point out that so many times during the second game I realized that like I just run if I got caught I was just like you know what I just can't be bothered and I just <laughs> ran and you could just run through the stealth levels mm-hmm. so easily which mm-hmm. I guess I don't know if that's I mean I see it as a good thing because sometimes I'm just like I just can't be bothered like I just can't be asked. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I just, I actually really love that you could do that. You could just run away. Mm-hmm. Fab. Yeah. I, just, I value I that. Love that. <laughs> yeah, because there was, but even like, because I think sometimes I'm like, oh, this is that's a bit crap because it takes away from the difficulty. But there would be points that is the kind of the first time you see that sticks out when you first kind of encounter the dogs and it's that mm-hmm. huge house in the state and you're mm-hmm. there for ages. I was like there for like, half an hour and I'd stealthily got through it so like got so far and I got towards the end of it and I got seen. And it, but because I picked up so much ammo and like the melee weapons stuff as well, it's the way that I think the melee combat in this is so much better as well. Mm-hmm. Although it's a kind of similar, um, like mechanic. Just again, like the animations, it feels so satisfying to get into like hand to hand combat with something. Yeah. And although I'd, I'd like essentially I'd fucked it because they'd seen me. And I was like, oh my god, all that stealth to nothing. It just felt so. It was so cinematic, and it felt yeah. like it was exclusive to me what was happening. The fact that I'd got in this situation, and I had, I was like, okay, it's time to just adapt. Mm-hmm. It's not a case of like, oh, if I waste all my ammo now, I'll be screwed for mm-hmm. the later parts of the game. Mm-hmm. The game seems to really know when to give you enough. Like, I, I don't know if it, you know, I don't know if that's part of like the difficulty slider. That I don't know if there is a difficulty slider in some regards that it sees like right, they're struggling here. Um, I feel like there probably is a wee bit. Flight like games usually kind of have that now. 
but I just mm. I loved parts of that that I could just because I felt there's so many times in stealth games particularly like, oh I've been caught I'll just reboot the checkpoint because yeah. it's going to be too difficult and that the first game I think has a lot of that if you get seen it's basically game over because yeah. it's yeah. just going to but the way I don't because in the first game I think when you get seen the AI's reaction is to just everyone swarm you mm. whereas in this like you were saying they all start act since they're so to me they felt so human and they start worrying about each other because usually you get seen when they find a dead body and like yeah. oh shit it's, mm. it's so-and-so's dead and then they all, they start changing their tactic to make sure it's just yeah, yeah I, I love that part of it I, th- I think it's one of the few games that i've actually been snuck up snuck up on by like mm-hmm. one of the guys <laughs> and, and then been like what the fuck like that guy just tricked me almost and and to touch on what siobhan was saying like the i like as well that you can run through the areas because i think for me it's part of like the kind of tension experience like one of the bits with the dogs in particular was like you know i'm sneaking through and i'm making it so far and then just like you know i think it was someone saw me and you hear that rumbling sound build up mm. and i was like what what we are and i turn around and then they're just you know they're about to say and before i even knew it like i'd shot them with a gun that didn't have a silencer and then there's just like that <laughs> second where you're just like oh shit like everyone knows where i am now so like i just fucking bombed it down this bit to get to the, and there was like a door and you had to hold triangle to like you know move it but like you know bullet holes actually like they were shooting at me but they were like you know there was actually bullet holes hitting the wall and stuff like that that wasn't like scripted stuff it was just they're coming for you and you like i just made it through the door before anyone could get to me and i think the game knows that you're going to do that as well because a lot of the way that they do like you know like the like you go through a door and they're going to block the door you know after you've went through so in a way that like it's not like you've just opened something and shut it and be like, well, they aren't going to come and follow me anymore, you know? So, like, I think it, it, it knows that you're going to do that and I really appreciated it because it, like, it just added to the whole kind of dynamics and fluidity of its experience. See, I'm, I'm kind of at odds with the gameplay. Like, you've just mentioned there about the animations and stuff and I do think to that regard there's a lot of incredible work in this game with that, like you said, like, just the options of like how your body is posed when you're on the floor when you're crouching around how mm-hmm. ellie kind of reacts to the different surfaces she's walking across or if she stood against something all that kind of stuff's amazing like between this and like max pain free like it's pretty up there with like body animations but like with combat and stuff like when it's really good it's amazing and like speaking to that section you, you both talked about with the housing estate that's like i don't know about six hours or so into the game and you can stealth it if you want to i think when you get the bow and arrow as well that section's pretty damn meaty because it is satisfying as hell to <laughs> snipe people from afar with that but i don't know it's it's an odd one because i feel like the game's split into kind of like three distinct gameplay and loops of like exploration mm-hmm. stealth and combat and then sometimes the combat and the stealth like will overlap but mm-hmm. i feel like it can get a bit samey and that's my kind of problem with the game like, i feel like maybe it's because i weren't as invested in the story i don't know but i feel like i was just going through the motions like okay this is the section where you'll explore and there'll be something you have to find you have to flip a switch or move something or find an item and then you'll have a bit of a fight because people turn up like i know it's a great section but the bit where you go underground with the flares and there's the clickers there like that felt to me it's like you've done your running now as an action set piece and now go back to the story kind of thing i feel like the game's broken up into a lot of those kind of segments mm-hmm. personally yeah. i think you're 
right just i think if you are i mean i guess it's the same with most things but i think in particular this game you have to be invested in the story to get yeah the majority like, to get the gameplay to really yeah. hook you because it especially towards the end of the game like when you're hitting those the, the kind of epilogue section when you're in those last moments getting through the last few enemies it's just if you're into the story at that point it, just the urgency you feel yeah at that point <laughs> is i've just never <laughs> felt i mean like i'd say you know there's games i like there's also a lot of games i like more than this and even like games i love like final fantasy 10 and like 7 remake although like obviously like the boss battles at the end it's like very heightened and it's like oh this is it this is what's culminating in this just i don't know if i've ever felt such a sense of urgency because as i, I mean partly because I, I need to know what happens i know yeah. like because the game very clearly signals that this is the end and i need to know what happens but just because of what the game is setting up and what's happening to the characters and like how it does although there isn't a timer it's just i don't know i've there's met loads of moments in the game like that but like, yeah. just particularly in the end of like i need to especially it's different in the first half as well even doing like the hospital when you're on obviously you're on early side of wanting revenge like it, the, the way it makes you feel gratified for getting through it mm-hmm. and i know that's we'll get into that because that's what the game's kind of playing with but, <laughs> and apart from you're killing dogs fuck that I don't like killing <laughs> the dogs at any point no um, yeah it was, that was grim but I, yeah i think so it's totally fair sam that you feel like that i think if if you were not in it, the story it's just you know what's the point you know I think if you you know if you're playing a game like Call of Duty, you know it's like even if you're not into the story because you're just like oh, you know it's Call of Duty, at least it's got that yeah. fun quick hook to it. You're getting that adrenaline. But this, since it is a long game and you're doing quite slow methodical style sections, if you're not into the story. It's like well, what's the point? Because it yeah. can just be like you're doing the same thing yeah. to something you don't care about. I think the the moment that perfectly encapsulates what you're talking about there is the uh, the point with the when you're playing as Abby and you're with Manny and then there's a sniper. Yeah, mm. that bit got me so good in terms of like immersing me with the story and the the gameplay because I genuinely felt like the way they were doing it, you know, like I would it, it was like playing like living through enemy at the gate where you're just like running <laughs> and like diving awesome. diving behind like the the cars and like the sniper shots just cracking right next to you and you're like, man, like I genuinely felt like I was, you know, methodically making my way up to this point and then. Just when I think it was like you get to the point of the bridge at the top, you're just like, this guy is really <laughs> ripping it. Like, I'm really, so then, like, genuinely, I'm pushed through. I'm like, I'm getting close. I'm going to get him. And then when Manny gets shot, mm. that's mm-hmm. when I was like, gen- like, that's when the kind of emotional point kicked in. And I was like, no, this, no, I'm raging. I was bolting through. I'm like, I can't wait to kill this guy. I can't wait to kill this guy. And then you go through and it's Tommy. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it just, flipped me so hard <laughs> like it was incredible i think it's one of the best gameplay sections of the entire game because it just played me like a fiddle that bit but did you like, forget it was tommy because they like the whole thing with yeah them... they pretty heavily lean on that yeah because they're like they're like no, um... no it's tommy yeah no because at the start with them um, when they're with ellie and um oh my god i can't remember his name the other guy and like he's going after uh... tommy because he's sniping and mm. then they're like on the radio it's like oh there's a sniper and then you just yeah that's so interesting. Yeah, because no, I, 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 I didn't clock it either. Didn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's so I interesting. I did. Yeah, that is so I, fascinating. Like, I was the exact same as, you know, that was to me one of the, even that was probably one of the best parts of the story. The reaction that got out of me, especially mm. when they kill Man, it's, it's Manny, yeah, they kill Manny. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I really liked him. Aye. And because it's just very quickly, you kind of see him. Yeah. It's, it's not like this over the top, like, oh, yeah, it's just flat. like, you've, it's just like, like, he's like, there. Wait, is that Tommy? Yeah, like, it was kind of like, you open the door. 
and he's added no fucking that is so way. Funny. <laughs> like, and it's obviously, I mean, in context, it's it's not like it's not subverting your expectations. Like as soon as you think about it, like, oh well, yeah, it makes sense. Mm, like, yeah. It's not like, whoa, what the fuck? That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like, why didn't it's, it is partly like, why didn't it even put that together? Yeah, because you know, my, my friend was the exact same. Like he he said, as in like, as soon as he said there's a sniper, he was like, that's Tommy. Yeah. Whereas like. I'm I'm terrible for stuff like that though. Like <laughs> I'm just so but, like in the moment with yeah, stuff that I just don't pay yeah. attention to. Anything I think else. that's also I'm trying. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't go too far. So I think that is because you're playing as Abby for so long at that point, uh-huh. and it's been so much of just her story mm. that you're like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, yeah that like, makes oh yeah, sense, I forgot yeah. there's that whole dynamic here because it's been so long. But uh, I'm sure we'll get onto that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I guess that's my final point on the story. It's just. You've, uh, sorry the gameplay is just yeah I, I don't doesn't i think the more and I, we've seen that with every single kind of at least i have with every review i went and watched after that i've never really found the case of like oh i hated the story um but i mean i'm using like the extreme here like obviously like, sam's just like i thought the story was okay and i thought the gameplay <laughs> was okay or i thought it was good i'm talking about like i thought the story was fucking shit and then they're going to say it's like, oh, the gameplay did nothing as well. The gameplay sucked. I've, I've, I, a lot, I mean, I'm not saying that's everyone. Just a lot of the stuff I experienced was, oh, I didn't like the story. And then it was not, oh, but the gameplay was amazing. It felt to me, it was always just like, oh, it's the same shit again. And I think that is just a byproduct of you're not into the story. It mm. just, and maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's probably the, you could say the same thing about us because we were so into the story. We were maybe ignoring flaws yeah. that are there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. no it's an interesting one because like with this game anyway it's had such a divisive like reaction that it's rare like from like, social media stuff but you see people kind of in the middle on it it's it's one thing or the other it's either mm-hmm. yeah i think you, you're one you really of the love it or you hate it mm-hmm. uh-huh. you're like one of the few folk i know that think it's just okay like i don't know that actually you know what? i don't think i know anyone else that thought it was all right I guess, like, my last point on the gameplay as well, I will agree that that sniper section is is brilliant. Although, when I played it, I kind of balls it up because you're running through that, like, bar area after Manny dies, and there's, like, a set of stairs that you go down, and I thought, yeah, I'll just jump over the set of stairs. I'll get get a boost on him, catch him up, and then it cuts to, like, the camera angle where you're about to die, and it just, I'd be going, Oh, like, oh, oh no. that, that was great but then i replayed it and we've caught up with tommy and it were all good <laughs> but speaking of tommy then and the story which is probably the most divisive part of this game i will start off just saying i don't think the problem is with what every person seems to think in it being happy i really don't think that is the issue at all i think the way the story is told is what the problem i had because I think the part where it switches over to Abby, just like to get right into it, I know it's kind of supposed to be like a shock to the system, like purposely, but I, I don't know. I feel like it comes at such an odd time that it took me out of the game. Because it's like you're in such a high stakes moment and the intensity is right there, and then it takes like a huge like back step and a breather. And it, it took me a while to kind of get back into the flow of the game and to care about the story again. But having played like the happy section, like I don't really see any issues with that, and I don't really see any issues with her character. And, like I put it on the record, like I prefer Abby over Ellie. I'll put that out there. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, you know what? Don't entirely disagree. I agree. <laughs> Abby's the best. <laughs> we'll talk about this yeah. later because. <laughs> Well, I guess Aaron, I, do you want to oh uh, Kyle yeah, no, I was just oh, going to say that's, I'm just gonna say, like, that's probably a good point to start is just that um, you know the 
I get like to break it down because you're talking about. I guess what do you think to keep it focused? What well, like, <laughs> what do we think about the moment the switch happens? I mean, I guess let's just talk about the the Abby thing. Like, what did we know? What didn't we know? Do we like the moment? And you. Uh, so wait, are we talking about like the when it goes over to? Yeah, so like the yeah. middle point in the game. Uh, I knew nothing about it, and I preferred uh abby's segments of the game not just so much like not necessarily from a character standpoint i'm still like i think if you were to ask me i couldn't really tell you who i prefer um but in terms of like story kind of gameplay like think keeping things interesting i think abby's segments a lot more interesting than than ellie's just because Mm -hmm. you know when i immediately think of parts of the game it was like you know you're going back with the hindsight of abby would have been like oh man you're here at this point but like ellie's gonna tear the sh- fuck like this place is gonna be wrecked <laughs> and an hour all these people you're talking to are gonna be dead at the hands of ellie in half an hour's time and no one knows any of the wiser and i loved for one see when you realize that you're in seattle's days uh, like patient zero mm-hmm. area i thought that was i i genuinely genuinely loved that and the whole like walking above the uh you know with the seraphites you know they had their things up in this up in the the uh the skyscrapers and then like climbing your way yeah. back down oh, through so the clicker infested buildings like that all oh, of yeah. that like, i'll just, I'll just add as well like so to cut you off, there's a cool bit i don't know if anyone noticed you know when you're on that skyscraper mm. and you're crossing it if you look down to the ground, the game adds like a vertigo yeah. effect. Yeah. There's like a field of view yeah. change. I thought that was a nice she touch. She does it. It's every yeah. time you're, you're, if you're playing as Abby, every single time you're in a high place and you look down, it does that like every time. It's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like the, the, I I could get why it would maybe be annoying. I think if you're talking about like reasons to keep playing the game, if, if it ended and then it started at Abby's point, I think that's a good not good point but like that's a point that a lot of people would be like i'm done for today i'll come back tomorrow or whatever you know could you just it does feel like uh like you were saying just like reeling all the way back but i think this is a complete bias from my point but like i'm the kind of person that was like i kept thinking the game was going to end and every time it didn't i was just like oh man like yes more mm-hmm. of the last was part two and when i genuinely I was actually a little nervous. I was kind of glad of it because when it was reeling up to the 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 theater, and then uh, you know I've forgotten the guy's name as well. That's terrible. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Yeah, yes. Jesse. So like, um, once he, when he dies, and then you think Tommy's dead, and she's like, "You killed my friends," blah blah blah, and then like, at that point, I was like, "Man, if this ends here, I don't know how I'm gonna feel mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really unsure of it." So then when it just went. And you have that moment when you realise, oh man, I'm like I'm actually probably only at the halfway point in this game. Like yeah. that was a kind of a relief for me because it meant like it still had time to win me over because like so much of the game I wasn't sure how I was gonna ultimately feel about it. I think a lot of that really depends on the end. But yeah, I was I was really happy with, with those bits and they were probably my favourite of the game over early segments. <laughs> Kyle, do you wanna do you wanna take it on after Trader Boy? Oh, wait, wait, me? Yeah, mate. Okay, right. Um, I don't know. I don't think 
I mean, okay, well, that, I was the exact same <laughs> he's, as you. He's not prepared. Yeah, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I'm fucking losing it. I, yeah, I was the exact same as you. I was like, is this it? I said, the game then. I was like, I've played it for a while, but I didn't know if that's the... I they were maybe just going for a shorter one. And then as soon as it comes up saying Seattle day one, it's a... Well, well sorry, it does, sorry, it does the, um, the flashback first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which the flashback's great. I love yeah. the flashback scene. I, it's so... Because it just sets up, it sets up the second half of the game so well. But then when it came up, like, Seattle day one, I was, like, I, was like, I was like, is this really what we're doing? <laughs> I was like, first of all, I was like, that's fucking genius. I mean, as soon as it happened, I wasn't angry. I wasn't like, what the fuck? I just thought, I was like, that is so clever. Yeah. Because I, I think as soon as it happens, like, okay, I get what we're doing. It's yeah. not like, well, it's not like, whoa, what's, what's the game trying to do here? As soon as you're playing as Abby and it says Seattle Day 1, you're like, we're going to go through just a yeah. wee bit behind Ellie. And it's going to make, and it, also, it's going to make us feel bad, blah, blah, which that is, again, a huge part of it. I mean, I, I mean, I, we'll get on to that um and at the start although i loved seeing this world of you know how they were surviving and the, the, the whole stadium was so cool it was a wee bit not slow i wasn't bored it was just i think on repeat playthroughs those bits are a bit slower um because it is just it's like you've it's built and built and built and then it stops and then it's building 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 again but i think because it takes that risk of having the momentum completely cut short it makes that ending mm. so much better because it's like it's too it, you've had it twice and now it's like you're like fuck yeah. now i need to catch i'm catching up on the emotions i felt in the first half of the game uh, and then the second half and because it, i think as well because when i when the second half started although i was like oh i get what they're doing i thought it was going to be literally a case of you're one step behind um early and it's just like abby gonna be like fuck she killed my pal fuck she killed this pal <laughs> and it's not really that at all um because the only time it really does that is uh the end towards the end of abby's stuff well the very end of abby's side when she you know when she comes across the kind of end of ellie's side it really just becomes its own story about abby and the is it is it the seraphites yeah Seraphites. yeah Yeah. and who you kind of only just came across in the first half of the game and it that's what i was kind of saying earlier it just becomes its own thing before again tying it together and i like aiden i completely understand why that's a frustration for so many people because i mean the game's already got you on its bad side because they just killed joel which is not even we'll need to talk about that we've not really even (laughs) spoken about other than it was sad but the game's already got people a lot of its bad side makes you hate this character and then the game's like fucking plays them and obviously i think you'd have to be pretty abnormal not to be like what i don't want to play as this person mm-hmm. that sucks um but and i've said this before that if, if you know going into it that you play as abby in the second half it's a completely different experience playing this game it just i don't think it works if you know that second half's coming because i just feel like well i think if you've got an attachment to the first game i don't think it works if you go into this game and you've read the spoilers of like oh this character kills joel and you have to play as her in the second half of the game you're like well fuck that mm-hmm. joel's my favorite character why would i play as this person i'd fuck that that ruins that i'm so which is what i was kind of saying earlier if that part was ruined for me i would have been so much more angry than seeing that joel died because like i said i think we knew joel was gonna die he had to die mm-hmm. yeah um, um so yeah i'm just so happy that wasn't spoiled for me and I, we can maybe talk about this we talk about the ending i also i like them both as much as each other i think they're i think abby is such a good character i don't even even if you don't like this game i just don't know how you can say like she's not a well created character 
Mm-hmm. I think she's so interesting. I could I could take like hundreds of games about her just to see what her wee adventures. Mm-hmm. She's she's awesome. Team Abby, let's go. <laughs> Speaking of Abby fans, Siobhan, for you the story. Um did you have any gripes of it or did you kind of take the, the switches in, in stride as you were playing it? Um honestly, like because I, I I didn't know. I didn't know about it at all. Um and kind of similar kind of thoughts of like oh cool you know we're halfway through we've got like half of a game to go now this is awesome but i remember distinctly like switching to abby and i was like (sighs) i was a little bit mad and i think i can't remember where i think it's the point where um you're with oh my god i can't remember any of the characters names um (laughs) it's not meg is it i just made that up I don't, I don't think pregnant woman. Yeah, the pregnant one. Oh, I think she is Meg. Is she Meg? I think it is. Yeah, whatever. I, I think so. Hated her. Yeah, she's a bit <laughs> um, but her, When they are trapped in the like garden center, and they are um, there's like the boat that they have to like climb onto um, to like get out of it. And I think it was the first point where she was talking about her being afraid of heights that I kind of started to warm to her. Um, a little bit but before that I was like I just want to get back to Ellie I'm like because uh, I'm quite impatient sometimes and I was just like I think as much as I loved the like in hindsight the kind of swap was so good and like you were saying it's like it was so genius to do that um, in the moment I was a little bit pissed off and just eager to get back to see what happened but once I kind of got into it and realised I was like ah oh, I see I see what they're doing here um, and I relaxed a bit and kind of just went with it it was um it was great and I mean I'm like Abby is it's interesting because I don't think I it's I think I prefer Abby as a character I mean I relate to her a lot um, in a lot of different ways and I still love Ellie that's the funny thing like it feels like such a weird not betrayal but (laughs) very like I don't know it's, it's such a it just messed with me so much and it still does because I'm like I had such a connection with Ellie in the first one obviously like you know a lot of people Mm. did um but yeah I just there's something about Abby that I just absolutely adore I think she's great and like all the all of her parts are just for me they are pretty much all the most memorable bits of the game and the bits that I will like think of when I'm thinking about it um yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think I think the um the thing that they do that's really special about it is basically they they allow you to love both of these characters while Mm. giving you so many reasons not to yes because like obviously for abby it's just she killed your favorite character from the first game (laughs) so that's obviously like a big thing to go over but then ellie is making bad decision after Mm. bad decision yet you're still like it's kind of like two different sides of the same coin because like you know for it abby it's almost like they're trying to you know show you that she's a nice person whereas ellie you know she is kind of mm. nice but she's going down this dark path you, so you're it's like loyalty and then building loyalty and i i just i thought that was really really yeah. smart also the it, it was mel not meg i just mel I had to thank you it's so funny <laughs> yeah. that you were saying about the like kind of loyalty thing because i mean not going into the ending too much but like <laughs> i wrote the very end bit where you are fighting abby and mm. you kind of go to do the strike um, once you've got her on the floor. And I distinctly, because I was playing it on my own, like no one else was around. Cause Are you Dave, talking about the theatre but No, like the very end end. Oh, very end. Yeah, very end. on the beach. And 
I literally, I said the, I don't talk to myself out loud a lot, but I said the words, I was like, Ellie, no. <laughs> and like, cause I was just so like, I was just so like, oh my, I was like, it was weird. Cause I was like, I was, I'm like disappointed in you. Like, this isn't like you. Like, I know you're better than this. And it was just this such a visceral reaction that I had to it. Um, that, yeah, mm. like that, I just, it again, it's just amazing that it can kind of do that to you. And like, yeah, like I was saying at the very start, like it had such a, an in like just an intense emotional reaction um yeah mm. i think the abby parts for me i feel like those parts of the game are where the, like the really really good ideas they have are where this game shines because mm. i think there's a lot of incredible set pieces in the abby part of the game like um the forest bit where she's tied up and you're running through the forest and you can't see anybody and it's literally just like the illumination of like the torches and stuff i thought that was like really stellar stuff and then you've got the bit where like i think it's shortly after that where you're in um like the closed off building and all like the like zombies and stuff are coming through yeah. the window like that's like high intensity shit like i really enjoyed that and like the whole section where you go to like their camps as well like oh i love that it's bit. taking like this st- that's mm. such a great sequence and it had kind of like some midsummer vibes yeah. to it oh, it, did. Yeah. it really really did. <laughs> like it really really did like it had that kind of like strange ob- yeah. absurd nature going to it i feel like those people there, like wow they're like kind of camping mm. and just getting on with their own kind of thing i feel like there's something odd going behind the scenes there give me spooky vibes <laughs> when i was yeah. getting through that section <laughs> so i feel like that's great i feel like that like even though from a story standpoint and the way it's paced i have issues with it i do think the abbey sections of the game have some really great gameplay stuff and story stuff as well like there's a lot of people have noted as well like a lot of parallels between the two characters and mm. some are more obvious than others like you've got the section where Ellie like the flashback where she goes to the zoo when she's in like the astronaut helmet oh, so and then you've got kind of sections with Abby where it parallels that where she's like walking around um, I think it's with her dad or something and there's like yeah. they're in like a zoo oh, no, that's place the, um, like, that kind that's of... with Owen in the, the aquarium, aquarium. Is yeah. it with, oh, yeah. yeah. So they've got, they've got those kind of two like yeah. similarities there. And I, I appreciate that that stuff as well. But, but yeah, I think the character of Abby is, is really well written and developed. I, I don't, I get why people have the issue because obviously it's like, you killed my dad. <laughs> killed my digital dad. But I get that. But outside of that, I don't, I don't get people's gripes with the character. No, no, no. I, I don't personally either. And I think, See to, to to touch on, uh, Abby's gameplay sections being or like you know, through the kind of locations and stuff. I think they had to make her stuff more interesting, not even mm-hmm. just because people are going to be skeptical skeptical about playing as Abby, but obviously you've mm. just played the game as Ellie, so now you need to do. I think they were like holding that stuff for Abby because like you're on board as Ellie regardless of what you're doing regardless of where you go like you're going to be there for it so i think that's why her segments are better because they that was kind of going in part to help you win her over if it like maybe i don't like this character right now but what we're doing is kind of interesting or where yeah. we are is really interesting so i'm going to keep playing yeah. i think that's probably why oh, her I segments are that, a little yeah. better i think another thing just to touch on as well like you spoke about a bit in your feature you've just done Shabbat, like with the Abby character, I think there was a lot of unnecessary hate towards like her appearance mm-hmm. and like her physique. Like 
what do you expect this woman exactly. who's like part of a military oh, organization to do in the middle of an apocalypse like a, 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 if she wants to like work out and get absolutely henched to protect herself then like why not Honestly, why is that such an issue it makes me rage like so much yeah, and i think really... it's like it's such it's part of such a bigger problem in mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the gaming world that is it's tiring to talk about but yeah it is like it's exhausting because it's just like you know i don't know women there are very like so many different types of women you know they all look very different Mm. and for me obviously i don't look like abby uh i wish (laughs) but like (laughs) for me it was like it's just awesome to see you know different body shapes i think that's the the biggest thing Mm. um and like my whole my whole piece was about like how she is like goals for me like i want to get hench like i want to be strong because <laughs> i am not strong at the moment and it's just nice to have yeah. someone to look up to that is like in my yeah. eyes a realistic body shape you know mm. um well that's like the thing like the way i'd liken her character i don't know if it's a, a fair character like, she kind of strikes me as like a sarah connor type of character yeah. That, yeah. Like, that's exactly. the vibe yeah. she gives me like mm. i don't get why it's acceptable to have like um I think it's Linda Hamilton's called who plays Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 like to be the way she is and people walk up to her and think she's like a cinematic idol yeah. but we can't have that kind of same representation yeah. well, in a video game absolutely. I don't understand I think the Sarah Connor thing is because I think they in I'd say still in Terminator 2 she was still very much um, as much as she's badass and I like, I love Sarah Connor in Terminator 2 she's still yeah. quite sexualized um, in certain ways like you know mm. she's got the kind of skinny waist and the boobs and you know whereas Abby yeah. does not like mm. she is she, you know she doesn't have well obviously she has boobs but you know what I mean <laughs> um, she's not yeah. um, she's not as big as you know other game characters and um, I guess she's got she's still quite like broad and stuff and I think that's the she's not as typically feminine so I think that mm. is what the issue is a lot of the time um, yeah. I, I also took see with her her like physicality that I, I thought was rather obvious but then just the way that people were going on it didn't seem to be the case for a lot of folk but I took her like because obviously when you watch the flashback scene she's not big mm-hmm. she's yeah. quite skinny yeah. she's just kind of average build and then like the next time you see her she's with uh when or like when she's with uh owen in the aquarium she's like oh i can do i can bench this and he's like bullshit mm. and then they're kind of talking about that to me it was kind of like she wasn't that kind of person that was all into like weights or whatever but then joe who she wants to you kill know, someone yeah <laughs> she wants to kill someone who not only like killed her dad but like joe had a reputation like people knew mm-hmm. who he was as they were going on because like when you know, for example, in the first game when uh, Joel eventually wakes up and the the cannibals have Ellie, mm. they like actually start running away from him because they're like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, that's that guy who's been killing everyone yeah. for weeks." So like, I think he had such a reputation about him. Like, obviously, like he practically wiped the fireflies out. He mm. ended yeah. the fireflies because he killed so many of them. That to have that, then I saw it as like she had then committed her life like that's part of abby's problem yeah. as well as she was mm-hmm. so committed to killing joel that like that is a part of it as well where she was just like building herself up to the point where she was like a physical formidable foe for someone yeah. like joel yeah i think Which... that's spot on as well because the game even the, when you see abby at the end and she's just a shell of her yeah. herself, that's one of the most shocking so moments in the game it just like fucking hits you yeah yeah so hard but even like i just 
I mean, I get a lot of this criticism comes from just fucking morons. <laughs> it's like, she's so badass. She's, there's so many times I was playing it and just like battering for guys like this. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah. Just like how powerful she yeah. is. It's just like, it's just, and it works because oh my, like, I know Ellie's got cool like melee animations, but oh my god, Abby's are just like a different oh, level. Oh, so good. I think like I think I mentioned <laughs> this in like the one I wrote uh, last year about it is it's just there's just a definite fear of women that you know can take care mm-hmm. of themselves, and it's like it's that idea mm-hmm. of like so many female characters are kind of there as a to kind of protect, you know, whereas Abby can protect herself, and I think that is what a lot of these idiots are scared by and it's just a fear like it's you know it's just everyone's scared of having i find it odd as well that i find it odd as well that the kind of people that would criticize and be uh, kind of misogynistic towards abby in the same breath would then be like i love ellie yeah you know like because we've been protecting ellie for like yeah it's it's she's not as much of a threat i guess i don't know it's it's a Mm. there's a lot to unpack i think i've got (laughs) my game of gf i've got to protect her yeah exactly even it's so even a weird point for me so it's so good to see just you know there are different female bodies out Mm. there and i think just as like like male characters in games are just so fucking head <laughs> and absolute <laughs> monsters and like there's something that i kind of really liked in Resident evil 7 and 8 is that ethan was just like this skinny guy a dude <laughs> he's just some dude that he looks a bit like me and i'm like oh my god he's just some fucking yeah. dweeb he's like wandered into this. It's like, we're just i think just gamers are just so desensitized yeah. and like men have to be monstrous butchers yeah. And like women yeah. have to be like Lara Croft from the PS1, yeah, exactly. and there's no in between. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think even like for myself, like I think it, that is something that needs to happen more because even when I first played the game, it was like a thing where I was like, "Oh, look at the size of her. She's like really big," yeah. and it like wasn't really something that I then spent too long being like, "Why is she so big or anything like that?" But you know, like yeah. it did, you know, draw my attention to start. I think because it's different, um, isn't it? So like, like you know, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But like, imagine being like, you can't get over it. Like, just yeah, sitting exactly. by like, what the fuck is this, man? Like, six hours in, like, this is a joke. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like, just, like, I get like, oh, whoa. She, like, yeah, I feel like you are. And it's like, whoa, she's huge. And then that's it. You yeah. never think about it again. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, hours into this game, like, day three, Seattle. Like, I can't even <laughs> look, look at that bicep. Game. Look at that bicep. Uh, <laughs> can he? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's a whole... It's a shame this game got so many <sighs> negative yeah. criticism because of the way it was like, let's yeah. tell stories that aren't just straight white yeah, men. Yeah, exactly. It's like, whoa, virtue signaling. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> That's what I, it's one of the massive things I come about this game. Like, the fact this is, I mean, this is one of the biggest games ever. I'd like, you know, would, wouldn't even see a film take these kind of risks at The Last of Us Part yeah. 2. You know, because like, if we could, this, if this was a film, this would be a huge blockbuster. Mm. This would be Fast Nine. <laughs> you imagine, you imagine halfway through Fast hey, Nine. These, dot- these games oh. are about family after all. Indeed. If halfway through Fast Nine, it just fucking like Vin Diesel's got a gun in his head and it cuts to black and it's like you're you're then Mate, well, actually to be honest, this got fast. This basically all what I'm Fast Eight was. Kyle, you might not be far off some stuff that happens in a new one. Oh what? Well, I went to. Went, I've got a casting uh, decision here for you. How about like Vin Diesel in a wig as Abby? I think he can pull it off. <laughs> God. When even, I just oh my god! I, I I swear to God, if I see Fast Nine halfway through, it's like John Cena's like, <laughs> and it's like 
oh my god, I can actually see this film in my head. I feel like I'm right. It's like Vin Diesel fucking runs over John Cena's dad at like 90 mile an hour. And he's just like, family. And John Cena's sitting there with his dad like, dad. Wait, isn't get- John, isn't... Right, John no, C- no, do you not wait, know John no, Cena sorry, is in the new film? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, he's not seen the trailers. He's, but let's not brother, get into that. Sorry. Yeah, like let's let's not get into Fast and Furious an hour into this one. Yeah, um, I guess very quickly before we, I'd, I'd like to talk, talk talk about the end as well. But um, I just like to say, although I think I said this to you, Aiden, on your, you know, your podcast, you know, your little your documentary you did, your wee yeah. hang, you know, wee hang. That I I like Joel as a character in the first game, but not to the point that I ever thought I'd be crying as much as I did when he died in the second game. I don't know. It's the way it's. I mean, it is in, unbelievably brutal, yeah. like a lot of the game, but it's the the performances. Um, I just. I mean, I, again, I was I was really really sad when he died, but at the end, it, it, when, <laughs> there's this one shot. It's not even the flashback. It's when Ellie is about two seconds away from killing Abby, and you see a flash yes, of joy just smiling. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! It, it, it me. absolutely like, destroyed. Yeah destroyed me like yeah it was so funny because i've literally just watched my flatmate play through it again and again because i could i knew it was coming and i was like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it happened and then i was like well it's in bits again it is so i've got powerful. goosebumps right now i know sam was, just, sam was laughing it's at that just, point oh, no. <laughs> sam was like <laughs> <"Fuck> <laughs> <it."> <laughs> glad he's dead i'm just like getting out boy <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah like the the kind of I think that's the the biggest point for me with this game and why I loved it so much and why it's like my favourite game now is is just like how emotionally it touched me in mm-hmm. a way that like just games have never done for me. Yeah. Even the last of it, like I, I adore the last of this one, but that game didn't do anything like like this one did. You know, like when when Joel and Ellie are like, you know, she's nearly killed by the cannibals or whatever, you know, oh, like, and he's like, like, baby girl. He's like you know, yeah, you know, like that, that bit, I was like, ah, oh, man, like maybe, maybe slightly teared up a little bit, not, not anything major. No. And then I think for me, because I was so nervous going into the game to start, it just kind of amplified everything that was happening. Yeah. So I remember when, when Joel was, you know, struggling through the gate and no, sorry, Abby was struggling through the gate of the the clickers and stuff and Mm -hmm. she's lying down and you're like fuck she's gonna die she's gonna die and then you see the gun stretch out and shoot her and i was like don't be joe don't be joe don't be joe and then it is and i was like i remember i literally like jumped back in my seat and i was like Mm -hmm. joe's fucking dead joe (laughs) is fucking dead like i knew it was coming and i was getting so so nervous Mm -hmm. and stuff so then when i think i didn't i didn't really like cry during joel's death because i think it's more of a visceral experience and what eventually comes at the end of the game uh, so like it was more like I, but my hands genuinely i've never had this in a game but like my hands were genuinely shaking like oh, playing man. that part of the game it was, yeah. it was insane. a nice bit of wee golf mate so like... <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine you sam is that sweat the one we keep going that the guy's sweating in the corner like spamming the game that was you just trying to finish this game <laughs> but <laughs> Oh man, like I, I just touched it your brief. I know we're, we're getting into the start, but it is a long ass game. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when it ends like four times as well. <laughs> yeah, but like I was, uh, I was very glad of that yeah. though because, oh yeah, for definitely. me it was like every time I thought the game was going to end, I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm happy with this. Yeah. Mm, I don't uh-huh. know if I'm quite there yet. Mm, I, I agree. don't know. If I'm... And then the like, moment, where do you go? I was gonna say the moment, and I think we're all the same. The moment Ellie's on that tractor with the baby, oh. I, I thought that was game, it. 
I was like, if this yeah. game ends here, I will be unbelievable, like immensely disappointed. Yes, I had yeah. that thought Although, as well. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I was, I was like, oh, this is nice. And then when I realised, I was like, oh my god, it's going to go for yeah, another I... three hours. <laughs> but which I'll also, yeah, what big got me? No, no. Uh, I was just going to say what bit got me. Um, not necessarily Joel's death or anything like that, but um, you play this section from both perspectives. It's where you find out that. Uh, Ellie's killed a pregnant woman oof, like, in the yeah. aquarium. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, you know, like, I know this game went dark, but Jesus. Straight into her neck as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I hate, that's also a criticism that's thrown at the game is quite a lot is, oh, but I bet you killed loads of pregnant people on your way. And I was like, yeah. But I think the, the point is that's when Ellie realises what she's done. Yeah. It all just cut, it hits her. She's like, she realises the amount of, like, destruction she's mm. caused. Like, mm. I just feel like it's so... Like semantic to be like, oh, but she killed, she probably killed like somebody who had like eight babies inside them. Casually on the battlefield, it's a game, babies. <laughs> it's like, man, I need to get on maternity leave. <laughs> I can't sit and defend this hospital any longer. <laughs> There's no chance, yeah. But the, the, um, the epilogue for me is probably actually my favorite part of the game. Yeah, um, it's just yeah, which is all, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, um. Uh, this is something as well I just want to briefly touch on and that Naughty Dog do so well is just capture the kind of essence and feel of a location mm. you know like when they're in like say the, the Seraphites Island it feels you know you feel the moisture in the air but yeah. it's kind of like reminded me of camping and it was almost like I can smell the earth beneath me the dirt you know like yeah. about just, just through all the little details and the sound and then when you got to Santa Barbara it was it was the exact same I was like I feel the hot breeze blowing through my hair right now (laughs) (laughs) and and i just i think that helps so much of their their element they've done it really well in Mm. uncharted 4 as well but yeah that last segment was was just really i think what the game needed to push it over the edge for me because so much of it was like yeah i've liked it but like everything that's happening here like you know i expected joel's death to happen but i needed the resolution Mm. like for it to be worth it and and i just i don't think i ever expected that fight in the beach to to just hit me so hard in a way that like you know i thought i was a hundred i was like fully convinced ellie was going to die see when she gets hit in the branch that horrible mm-hmm. branch into her side oh it makes me squirm mm. but like that bit there i was like ellie is dead like this game ends with mm-hmm. ellie dying so like is she just gonna you know use her last bit of life in her to take out abby mm. and then when they're fighting on the beach and you're just like mate you've been through enough look at you <laughs> look at the two of you and i just i was like emotionally exhausted that's kind of what it felt like yeah. where i was just i was getting really sad and the music's kind of piping up and you know i start like the tears start i was glad it was four in the morning because there was no one around but you know like i'm just kind of like sobbing over remote being like please no don't and i was kind of like usually i'm just like yeah. ellie no please no and then when it i think it was like literally i was like joe lying on the floor just one golf strike away for death <laughs> and then when they flashed that picture of him i was oh, done oh don't oh it was just it was it was too too much yeah. really. and i genuinely don't think i've ever like any medium film television or whatever no. like i've never been such a state no. from from anything like that it was incredible toy story 3 was pretty close like. oh yeah <laughs> that's another story <laughs> altogether <laughs> yeah. I, that's funny though that Vin probably Diesel at the same moment 
because Sam, you were like, although you were thought it was okay, you were like, this is going on too long. And we all probably had the same reaction, yeah. yet for different reasons. When Ellie's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go get Abby," <laughs> Sam's like, "Oh my god, it's still going," <laughs> and we're all like, "Why are you?" I, I, I properly, I was like shouting at my team. I like, "No, <laughs> what are you doing?" I was like, "Stop!" Above, so I was like, "Yeah." I was, I was kind of conflicted because, like, yeah, it was long, but I, obviously, I wanted to see how the story came to a head. I, I, I always like kind of said that in a weird way that. I know Tommy couldn't go because obviously he was injured, but I wanted him to go with Ellie. I, I wanted him to, to go to go and mm-hmm. like that was on this last like, mission. Relationship that I really liked from the game. Yeah, it was really conflicting. I really wanted him to go. Like even though at this point I was on more so Abby's side, like because like Aaron's talked about recently in his uh, feature of Overload, and Joel got what he had coming mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. If you put it in the words of the Joker, you get what you deserve. Oh, <laughs> so I had this conflict of relationship. That. You're welcome, mate. I had to do that to you. <laughs> I, d- I had this conflict of relationship where I wanted him to kind of get in on it, but at the same time, he, he couldn't because mm-hmm. he was injured from, from the other parts of the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I-, I wanted to see the stories all. I wanted to see how it came to a head. But at that point, I was like, come on, there's been like four <laughs> points in this game where I thought it's ending, yeah. and then you've gone on for another four hours, like, Come on now. It's funny because like, I think you were talking about like just emotionally exhausted, but like I, because again I, I had the exact same feeling. But for me, like I don't know, I don't know if it was like meant to happen like that because I mean by the end of the entire thing, everyone's exhausted. Like all of the yeah. characters are exhausted. You're playing it being exhausted. It is just an exhausting experience, but for me in like the best way. Um, mm. And. But it's interesting because, like, obviously, like, it's not that's not going to work on everyone, you know. Um, well, yeah, I I genuinely believe, like, had I been in a different mood, had I approached this game slightly differently from what I did, like, it it really depended on me being fully immersed in the game yeah. because I I was lucky in the sense I I just moved out. Uh, I had my my girlfriend was away working for the weekend, so I literally just had the house to myself and I had a weekend off where I went. I'm doing nothing but playing The Last of Us Part Two. So like, you know, I was just sitting there comfortably. I had the night. I literally like at two days before just got an OLED TV, so it was like <laughs> perfection. And I had the headphones on and everything. So like, I was just fully immersed, no distraction. I think I played thirteen hours of the of it in the first day, and then like, I done another like maybe seven hours or something, and then and then the last few hours the, the last day. But like, I think. That actually, this is why I haven't played the game since it came out. I've really struggled with the idea of going back to it because I'm not like I'm scared that I can't replicate that yeah. on a second on a second playthrough because so much of it was just because I'd immersed myself so entirely that that's why the game worked for me so well. Because mm. like I haven't played a game like that since the first Last of Us. I don't think like I rarely go man, this game's coming out and I'm dying to play it, so I'm just going to, like, tonight's the night <laughs> or this weekend, you know, like, I, I just don't do that that often. Um, so I've been, I've been scared to go back to it when I don't have, like, you know, just a, 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 a lot of time to just play through the entire thing in one go because otherwise I, I just don't know how it would work. Yeah. Have you guys played it more than once? I've... Got the platinum. <laughs> platinum? Oh, man. Well. <laughs> um... Don't do it, it ruins it. Already, yeah. oh, <laughs> <That's> sad. <laughs> I've I've like watched, I've watched. So I 
<laughs> I played it in two days. Uh, um, hence me being exhausted. <laughs> and yeah. I think the thing is, I finished in like 18 hours, um, which is a lot quicker than a lot of other people. How? How? I don't know. I don't know. Speedrun right there. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, how long is this game? I actually well, like, they were saying hours. 40, and I was like, I mean... eh. Oh. oh no no no! Yeah no. no. Probably about twenty five or something, right? I think I was twenty three. Oh, okay. I was like twenty two in, in, in like forty five or something. Siobhan like took no, no prisoners. Everyone is <laughs> exactly. dead. Exactly. Also, like <laughs> just because she was sprinting. For I every was just combat. running through every. Yeah, exactly. It is the. It, well, I still think I got a fine experience out of it, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I think actually this is going off a completely other tangent. But like we were talking earlier about the like kind of open section, I because I'm so used to Naughty Dog games not necessarily doing that as much. I didn't realize you could explore that bit of Seattle as much as you could. So I think that's another reason mm. why I did mm. it so quickly. Um, but yeah, I have yeah. So I played it in like two days and. Dave, my boyfriend, was like, he didn't want to see anything, so he just tucked himself away downstairs and just didn't see any of it. Um, but I, literally the day after, I watched him play through it all. So I watched someone play through then, and then I've literally just watched uh, my flatmate play through it as well. So I haven't played it, but I've watched other people play it, and I think it is so rewarding watching other people's reactions to things um and i got so much out of it on those other two playthroughs mm -hmm. um i ha like I, I don't know i don't know i think it'll be a good while till i play it again i think yeah i like when i finished it i, I said this to kyle before but like i genuinely just felt like how am i going to go back to games again because <laughs> like, at the time i'd been playing doom eternal and i was like how the fuck can I finish this <laughs> and then go? Yeah, I'm gonna shoot up some demons with like yeah. a, you know, laser beam or and, and shit like that. Like I just, I, I for a moment, like honestly, for like an hour or so, I was like, I've ruined video games for me because <laughs> I can't return from this. Like this, they've peaked. There's no point in going back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I I've watched a lot more reaction videos than I than I usually do, and well, I don't really bother with them too much. Yeah, but like I watched a lot. For the last visit, particularly, particularly with the last, you know, like the flashback with Joel and Ellie <laughs> at the very end mm -hmm. of the game. Uh, mm. Yeah, watching somebody else play, I, I love watching Gail play through it. For like this, it's just so fun in some ways to like yeah. see how they react to some of the stuff. Um, when I say it ruined it doing the platinum, I mean in a sense of like getting the collectibles and stuff because like, you're kind of rushing yeah. through it just to get the trophies. It's not really a game that you can play. Like, oh, I'm gonna hop around this and just like find these collectibles it's just it's it's a strange one i mean i like the fact there's collectibles in it but it's just you know it's not yeah that's that's Jack why i haven't, yeah that's why i haven't done it with the first game it was kind of the same case and i, I assumed yeah. it was going to be the same for this one as well mm, yeah it's like the, it just feels strange when you're in mm. the last level and it's like a case of you're trying to kill abby like oh let me go in this building and find a, a coin <laughs> yeah, i've never <laughs> like i've never like seeked yeah. out the collectibles i'm just not about that life for these games at all like yeah, yeah. no I played it through once. Uh, I don't own the game anymore. Oh, <laughs> savage. That's what he was today. <laughs> Try yeah, to live I up to me. Through, I played it through once, got it done with. It's funny, like, you actually mentioned, like, your girlfriend watching you play it, Kyle, because, like, before we started recording, um, Becky said to me, like, oh, what podcast are you doing today? I says, oh, it's about The Last of Us 2. And then she goes, oh, boring game. Because <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. we live in this studio, so I'm sure she's going to, like, yeah, dead game. Like, so I'm sure she watches what games yeah. I play and stuff. And she just went, oh, yeah, fucking boring <laughs> game, that. 
<laughs> right, Becky. <laughs> yeah, mate. God. She said, like, she said, she was like, oh, is that the game where you were, like, that post-apocalyptic one? He goes, yeah, and I explained a bit about the story. She goes, oh, watching you play that was boring as hell. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It is a shame. Becky that, review right there. Yeah. 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 I expected factions to be out by now. Um, oh, it seems not a it seems Why Naughty Dog are doing something completely standalone. No, like no, no, yeah, no, 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 they're doing that new IP, aren't they, or something? Yeah. Uh, I, I refuse to believe <laughs> it. Um, I want it. You, you promised it. They said it was coming out. They said they were making it. They went, nah. Promises in the game industry? Nah, they, they literally <laughs> said, like, we want to Aaron, do this just to tell you, big enough, but like, oh. <laughs> jury's, uh, jury's come back. It's not coming, mate. <sighs> No, I, I just I know I really thought it was gonna drop on the year anniversary. All, all so I'm saying that. is, mate, Ghost of Tsushima came out and then like four months later, Legend of <laughs> Player was there. And it's come on now. Was that a sneeze? Bro, oh. <laughs> no, it was me pretending to be sick. <laughs> oh, I, I, I couldn't even <laughs> I knew I knew what he were doing. Grow up, mate. Grow up. <laughs> I know if you're like, yeah, last list two wasn't for me, but I I'm just like <laughs> it's not days gone <laughs> days a gone is a video game that i installed and played it, and it then exists. uninstalled it certainly I, exists if you go on my game time on my psn account you'll see it says less than an hour oh. so that will tell you all you need yes. to know about days gone i know folk were more angry that last of us too took some bold decisions and like somebody behind days gone was like if you didn't play this game for 400 hours you really don't have the right to talk about it (laughs) thank you thank you mr man for your bold word (laughs) bring out factions naughty dog mr mr man that's basically what the main character in days gone might as well like a mr man deacon saint john Oh, yeah, there he Look, can he just tattoo on his arm? No, nah, the only reason I know that is because I was like, what a weird fucking name for a protagonist. <laughs> yeah, because he's a biker, mate. I did not he's... need the biker vibes, man. It he's was, the like, protagonist. There was a, like a bit at the beginning where like they're getting married or something, and, and like you know she's in her wedding dress with like the trail kind of flapping off, and he's like riding through the country, man, like a big fucking <laughs> chopper or whatever the fuck he's on. He's all. You know, he wait. Doesn't he get married but still have his cap on, but backwards? I swear that happens in the game. I don't even. I don't know. Mate. I swear I it happens in the game, and I think that's the exact moment where I was like, nah, I, I, I only want people like to refer to me by my full name now. If he gets to be called <laughs> yeah. Deacon Saint John all the time, Deacon just like yeah. yeah. How's it going, Sam Jake Comrie? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, uh, Kyle Gaffney? What's going on? <laughs> Doxed. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it. I know we probably should wrap up relatively soon. Yes. I'm just curious, what did you think of... So I, I know I said the only thing I saw was the initial reveal of this game, but I also remember there was the, the trailer that started at the dance. And that oh, yeah. is, that's the end of the game. And you know me, I'm always somebody who's like, if you show the end <laughs> of your film or game, your trailer, then you are <laughs> Satan. I thought I, you just said the trailer that began at the dance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we don't oh yeah you yeah you do well i actually really i really liked the way that that worked out because i assumed that from like watching the trailer and stuff like i knew then when i went into the game i was like oh that's that what they showed us happened last night so i just didn't think we were Mm -hmm. going to see it again Mm -hmm. yeah it's just going to be in it either 
Um, it was like ground zeros from MGS5, you know? Oh, right, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Bring out Metal Gear here, bro. I'm not, I'm not for that. Um, for Sam, that one. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I like that, but I can't... Uh, I can't remember. To be honest, I can't remember as much about that bit. To be honest, it was more just for me. I was like, when I was playing it, I was more thinking like, um, I was like, oh, the game can't be over because the dance scene hasn't happened. Mm. That was what I was thinking. Oh, and I, I did start to think like, oh, maybe it's just not in it. But I just, I don't know. Part of me, and when it came in, I wasn't angry. I was like, oh, okay. And the fact that, but it was weird because it was just the exact same scene we'd seen. Mm. That rhymes. But then obviously it's fully contextualized now, with which that to me is actually the most. Again, I'm doing you. I'm getting goosebumps. The fact that when you, when you learn that basically Ellie didn't speak to Joel until the <laughs> night before he died, oh. it's horrendous. <laughs> that is <laughs> when you have that realization mm. at the end. Like, oh my god! It's just I, I I think that last scene is just done so well. Yeah. As in like his the, with the two of them and the fact that like what I really loved about it is they kept Joel Joel as well because like he he just stares her dead in the eye and he's like if God somehow gave me a second chance, I would do it all over again. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, because I know he fucking yeah. would. Like, that is who he is. And I'm glad that they didn't have him kind of... Like, they had him stay true to his character right to the end. Yeah. And, and that's something as well. Like, in the in the Overlord piece, I, I had out, like, Joel literally doesn't even know who Abby is. And he's just like, let's get this over with. Yeah. Like, he just knows, like, that's... He's 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 like a hard ass, and he makes up his mind, and he like knows how this world works because he's been, you know, in many situations the person holding the golf mm. club and beating the shit out of people. Um, and I just I love that. I actually heard about um a like beginning scene that they thought about that didn't really make it past much was um that the game would start with Abby and her family like being attacked by raiders. And then, like, Joel was one of the raiders. Like, that was, like, one of the originally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the story concepts before they, like, changed it and tied it into the Fireflies, uh, which I thought was really cool. But, yeah, like, I, I love that. What I actually wanted to briefly say, ask you guys is, what did you think of Dina? Because, like, I wasn't... That was probably, like, see how the cast of characters when you have, like, you know, um, uh, Abby's friends and then like Ellie's friends I, I genuinely think like Dino is probably the one I was a bit the most like kind of meh on I mm. don't think I felt no I, I get that overly I, I emotional in really any direction for, for because like even the characters Nabby say that you're not supposed to like I didn't like you know like I feel that emotion towards them whereas Dina I was just kind of like aye alright what do you what do you guys think of her I really like her uh, <laughs> I don't know, I just like I just really liked her relationship with with Ellie. It felt really genuine. Mm. You could really feel there was a connection there. I, I, I don't know. This, I, also as well, she was see her like um her, her character model. Her, she in particular looked so realistic. Mm. I don't mm. know what it was. I was. Every time she was on screen, I was like, man, it looks like this looks real. <laughs> um, and I know they did base. She was actually based off like a real person. Like they yeah, used to, you see her play a model for her playthroughs all the time. Yeah. Um. Which was interesting, but I did not. Most of the characters, I thought she was really. Good. I think all the secondary characters are actually really cool. Um, it is, it's insane how we've been talking for like an hour and forty, and you can actually. Like, there's so much yeah. we've talked about. You could chat about this 
for at least an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, at least an hour and 10 minutes. But no, I, I really, and I think she was great in the, well, I mean, one of the, my other standout moments is when it does the whole, you know, press B to hit this person with a pole. B? And then you, and then, well, fuck <laughs> yeah, I some, sorry, I got this on the Xbox. I got some Game Pass. I'm an X bro now. Yeah. I know, so I put, had my Xbox for about three days. <laughs> carried the friendship I, I don't know just the, the little moments between them of course like the the take on me song near the start is just i i mean it's kind of iconic at this point oh you know even talked about like, the music motif of it oh god yeah. <laughs> what about you Siobhan? what did you think of, um uh, dina i really liked dina i thought she was really funny um i think her and ellie are just like so well like as a couple just so great um mm. But yeah, like I said, like I think all of the secondary characters are great, and I mean we haven't even talked about um, Lev at all. Like I was just, oh, it man. just occurred to me, like having like oh, it, like there's just so many characters that are so good, and like yeah, like I think um, there's never, I don't think there's one secondary character that I'm just like eh about really. Um, maybe apart from like Mel, but she's fine. <laughs> but I think you're meant to not particularly like. <laughs> really yeah. like Mel that yeah, well, much, you know. That kind of, mm, yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. I think I think I assumed Dina was gonna have a much bigger impact on the story yeah. than like than she did because they kinda of build her up and obviously the market material as well was angled towards it like Dina was the one who died mm. and Ellie was getting revenge for her. That's how they angled it. So I, I was going into this thinking like Dina's gonna be this massive big character and then, you know, beyond the the initial section you know of the open the kind of more open areas then dina's just kind of left in the sidelines mm. and then it's you know you and and jesse and and then like i, I just i don't know I, I don't think i clicked with her as much maybe just because she didn't have as big an impact mm. in the story as i was expecting i just i just didn't have that whereas like all these other characters i didn't know anything about i didn't have any expectations of them yeah. And then they turned, you know, they gave them room to breathe. Um, but, ah, yeah. I'm surprised. Maybe I, I'm just, I'm just, well, Sam kind of agrees with me a little bit. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It might be a controversial statement. I'm kind of mid on a lot of the side characters in this game. Oh. Like, I thought Jesse was completely useless. Okay. It's just oh, there to, it's just there to get shot in the head, like, halfway through the game. That's pretty much it. I know he comes to help Ellie with the bit like that we talked about, the housing estate and whatnot, but he's, he's just kind of like, yeah, hi, what's going on? Oh, a bit of revenge, mm. I'm dead. And that's it. And then Dina, like, again, I'm kind of mid on because, like, while the relationship between her and Ellie is, is portrayed very genuinely and you do get that sense of warmth and, and love from them, I, I know it's kind of written on purpose where she, she intervenes where she shouldn't really need to it feels a bit forced sometimes for the narrative just to have that kind of that conflict that tension there between them to in that revenge art i don't know i'm kind of mid on that i feel like outside of like the core characters i guess of like ellie abby and joel and and, and tommy as well i'm not that bothered about anybody else like owen has his moments as well but i don't know there's just something mm. about the other characters i just can't get invested in i mean siobhan saying as well that we've not really mentioned lev um their character again is quite interesting actually like their kind of dynamic um i forget what they're called now the the faction that 
the the Seraphites. Yeah. Seraphites. Yeah. That whole dynamic's really, really interesting. Their transformation from being affiliated with them and then obviously escaping at the end on, on the boat. I do enjoy that. And I think there could have been a bit more kind of delved into. I mean, I know a lot of the, the last portion of the game is is involved with the Seraphites from Abby's perspective, but I feel like we could have seen a bit more about that and how that like faction works. But I don't know. I'm a bit mid on the side characters personally. I think uh, as a slightly underrated performance is the guy that plays Tommy. I think yeah. he's fantastic. He Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 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 emotion that you hear coming through that guy's voice is unreal, and he was kind of one of the surprise. Obviously, like Abby was the surprise character for me that I ended up loving, but like Tommy, mm-hmm. I just he was kind of one of those guys that I just almost forgot would even be in the game for some reason, and then when he turned up, and I was just like, yeah, you know, what? I actually really do like Tommy. Like we've been with him since the very start as well. And we've seen this character go, and when you get to the very end of the game as well, when we're talking about, like, he's telling Ellie, like, you need to go, you need to do this. I really like that because it was kind of like, Ellie in two hours is going to be where uh, Tommy is. Like, Tommy is at the point where he has spent, he's done the damage, you know, he's no longer with Elena. Oh, sorry, that's, um, I've said Elena, that's Nathan Drake's wife. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they look very similar, if I remember right. And the, the like, there's the Uncharted Four character models at the beginning when you turn it on, and and that part she looks like um, I've forgotten her name. Uh, Anyone? Uh, no. Oh my god. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh like goodness. yeah, like he split up with his partner, and like you don't know really what his status is, but like obviously then he's he's not, uh, he's a bit, you know, he's been wounded, uh, and so on. But yeah, I I just I really like. Tommy's character and I think his performance is uh, is really really fantastic. Uh, yeah, I I'm gonna assume you have questions, but one thing I kind of wanted to move on to, like as we're wrapping up, is uh, what do you where do you see this? Where do you see it going from now on? Like if that was my yeah. exact point. Oh. I was about to move on to. I was just I was just about to say as we as we wrap up, obviously <laughs> we discussed this game and why it's taken um the franchise going off for the first one um. Where, where do we think it's obviously going? Because like I said at the start, I I don't know if how much like fuel is in the tank left going forward for this franchise. Like, can they span it another three or four games? I personally see that they'll do one more and it'll be like a trilogy and how they resolve it is, is very much a bit mm. up in the air. I'm not really sure where they'll, they'll take it next. I mean, at the end um, of this one, it's assumed that obviously Abby's going over to... The, the, what remains of the fireflies apparently on mm. that island um, whether whether we'll see that and how that's expanded could be interesting because you never know like in true Naughty Dog fashion they could completely change it up and we might not even play as Ellie that much it might be I, an Abbey orientated yeah. game I think if there's going to be a second game it's uh, a third game it's going to be more Abbey based yeah. because people I think people would be automatically kind of like oh no 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 it won't be it won't be because you know, this is Joel and Ellie's franchise, but it's not just Joel and Ellie's franchise anymore. You don't give a character half of your second no. game and then say, no, it's not really her game like it is. So I think, I think their issue is going to be though, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I would be, I would love it if Naughty Dog were ballsy enough, mm. I think, to then just go, well, I don't give, like, we don't give a shit what you were saying or thinking about, you know, 
our game's story in this character. She is now the main character of the third entry of this game. I'm just wondering whether they would do that. But then you're saying that, you hear people moan. But at the same time, this game sold ridiculously well and was really, really well reviewed. So, you know, maybe that's just the kind of, the few screaming the loudest yeah. about why they don't like it. It's funny because you've literally I, like, I think it's probably going to be. Yeah. I think you literally just said everything that I was going to say. Like they sold enough to not really care what people think. Mm. But I think like, uh-huh. uh, it's just weird for me because I just don't really want it. I don't want another game. I don't no. think it's necessary. Um, I think it, like someone was saying earlier about it, like just kind of, you know, they took a risk and they did it and it was great. Um, and for me, it's like it ended so, it like rounded off the whole thing so well. Like, in essence, it was like a two part story and what was kind of happening with Joel mm. and the Fireflies and stuff. I just, I don't know. For me, it just, they'd have to really, really pull something incredible out of the bag for me to be convinced. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'll play it, but <laughs> uh, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I think as well, if it was going to be. Uh, El, uh, sorry uh, Abby for the third game I don't know if you would necessarily want to call it The Last of Us Part 3 yeah, exactly. because for me that would feel like the start of a new story mm-hmm. with the same like some of the same characters yeah. I, I don't really think you could in good conscience call that Part the 3 The Last of because... Us Reloaded <laughs> <laughs> What do you what do you think, Kyle? We're talking about the possibilities of the third game. Oh, made it back just in time. Uh, no, I don't want one. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I think like you, I'd be the same if they made like a standalone game that wasn't The Last of Us Part Three. Yeah. Um, I saw this. This actually reminds me of my pal. This was like the week after he sent me. He sent me this like photo, and he was like, "Oh, one of the designers of the game just tweeted this. It's the canon ending." I was like, "Excuse me." It was some like drawing. I, I, to be honest, I don't know if his source was correct. But it was like uh, Ellie leaves the house, and then Dina's just there, and she's like, oh, no. "Sorry, I was just leaving." And then they like hug, and and, and my power's like, "Yeah, this is definitely the canon end." And the des- the developer said, "So I was like, bro, what the fuck?" It was like, I mean, that's awful. But it's like, if that was, they would have put that in. They would have put it in a drawing. That I would have hate. Oh my god, if you imagine if this had a happy end, they would hated it. But no, I think Naughty Dog should just. I'd want, like, I'd want a new IP yeah. from them at this point, yeah. I think. The Last of Us, it's just... The, the, I don't think the ending's that ambiguous, but I think what amb- ambiguity is there is really... For, like, for, I thought the first game's ending was too ambiguous <laughs> for me, mm. so I, I'd always kind of wanted a sequel yeah. in some regards, but I think this is... I, I think everything that's been said has has been said. Um, and like, If they ever did, I would, it would have to be like decades in the future, like 30 years or something. Yeah. You know? to see if like maybe like a recovery eventually started to happen you know mm. that's the only ambigu- like, the only thing i am ambiguous on is if ellie ever does anything with the fact that she is still the cure because yeah. that is kind of something that's left in the second game and nobody ever talks about it i think resolving that though would be a really hard thing to write yeah. yeah kind of thing with her and joel is like joel was keeping her alive because he saw her as uh, as a human being and not just like a, a scientific mm-hmm. miracle, if you will. If if it ends up that like Ellie in the end, like oh, I'm gonna sacrifice myself for humanity so we can get better. Like I, I think that wouldn't go down no. well. I don't, at all. But, I don't see that being a satisfying storyline yeah. either because I think that's 
kind of what surprised everyone with the first game is that like it sets itself up as your bog standard post-apocalyptic game like you got a guy and she's the cure and develop you know deliver her to this place like that is so kind of run-of-the-mill but then they just you know took it in a different direction and had a lot more like maturity to it but i think then if you were to come into part three and be like okay the cure's back on baby we need to get her back to this place i just i don't know you can can go out and get your vaccine today yeah (laughs) I, i don't think that would be feel very the last of us to me and that's why you know elements that you were kind of uh, saying you didn't like there sam was like how you would like to know a little bit more about the seraphites and how they work and stuff like that but like that to me is why i love the last of us is the fact that they just they they put these little bread crumbs out for you and then they just go i will you know it's there if you kind of like want to dig into it like what these people yeah. do and who they are and stuff like that but we're not going to tell you and i think there are a few moments where it, it comes very close to being like on the nose with that kind of stuff like her not being able to play the guitar uh after yeah. all of that and it's like oh now she's lost more of joel than she ever did in the first place or whatever but like yeah i i just i love naughty dog that naughty dog are kind of vague and that would be my fear with the third one that they that they weren't uh so I yeah I, I think the ending of this one like kyle just said it it it's ambiguous enough to keep you thinking about it and have it have that lingering effect, but I do think it ties the story up really well and kind of chains into the notion of the world just keeps moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the cycle keeps repeating. And I like that idea that even though Dean has gone and she's took the child with them, like, the cycle of the world will just keep moving regardless of what happens inside it. I like that kind of bleak notion about it and whether it's explored again uh, it's gonna happen like it is gonna happen it'll be another three or four years when that game comes out whatever it will be but like you've been saying there i, w- I would like to see naughty dog do a new ip we've, we've had the uncharted games we had like four or five of those and crash bandicoot remasters and whatnot let's, let's see something new from them but again it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah true shame no it's not a game i suppose <laughs> Last of Us Two Switch coming next year. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that'll ever happen. Okay. Can you imagine if it did though? Like, you think Joy Cons? Oh God. Oh yeah, constantly drifting uh. left. Great. <laughs> Just walking into walls. Hey. Use the Joy Con to That's smash Joel's head. Like that, game, that game could barely run on my PlayStation Four. Like, oh, I, know. I thought like... that was what was going to kill it. Yeah, that like was... the the sound coming out of that thing is <laughs> unplayable without headphones for me. I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so scores on the doors, final words on the Last of Us Two. I mean, it's all pretty much unanimous that um, most of us have enjoyed it across the board. I will say. Um, a year later, Last of Us Two. Aaron, would you still recommend this game? I know it's a yes, but. <laughs> Why would you recommend this game to somebody going into it, whether they've played the first one or not? I think if you are looking for a game that challenges you as a player, narratively is, is like that is kind of what makes this game very special because not many, you know, like I really don't, I really struggle to engage with a lot of stories in video games. I'll play through, like, I've played a lot of games and if you said, you know, here, what about this one? I'd be like, oh yeah, that was a fun game. Well, what happened to the story? I don't know, mate. I can't remember. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really, really bad for that. 
this is kind of one of the few games that, that's so different in that regard because a game has never made me question the buttons I'm pressing and <laughs> The Last of Us does done that for me. Uh, I think, although whatever you say, like I, I personally think part two is better, but part two is nothing without part one. And I think the way that it almost evolves from one to the other is just really, really special because it feels the same, but except it's dark. And I think like it was really well summed up by the fact that Neil Druckmann had said before the game came out, he's like, the first game's about love, the second game's about hate. And I think you really, really feel that in a way that the two are starkly different, but they feel of the same kind of identity. And yeah, I don't, I don't cry that easy. And man, I was a blubbering mess <laughs> at the end of this game. So I mean, if you're looking for that in a week of depression over losing, you know, digital characters, then this is for you. <laughs> Kyle, is this a recommendation? Uh, for anybody is, picking up a PlayStation. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially if you've got a PS5 and you've not played it, it's got that 60 FPS patch, which I still need to check out. Um, it'd be nice to play it without the thing about to fly away. Um, <laughs> it's weird because like, I think you should know what you're getting into, but also avoid spoilers because it is a very... Um, like, if you're in a bad place mentally, I think this game could fucking... Do, it's just... It's a lot. Like, I was like, you and I left this game, I felt shit. Yeah. Like, I did not feel good after finishing this game. I had a bad day after it. Um, I swear, I got, I'm glad I finished it in the afternoon, not at like four in the morning, because I probably wouldn't got to sleep. But that is also its its strength. It does things that I think, you know, there's so many, there's tons of games that can get an emotional reaction out of you. But I think on this level of the cinematic quality of this, it was so strange. This came out like, a month after Final Fantasy VII remake because I was singing that game's praises as being most cinematically impressive game i've ever seen and then this game's like pretty much on par of it just in a different way it's just a, it's just a testament of artistic vision and i mean that it's we've, we didn't really get time to talk about but how good it looks i mean we kind of touched upon mm. it it's just i'd never spent so much time in a photo mode ever in a game because just no matter what you know every frame's a painting isn't it? that's what they say <laughs> um but yeah if, I, if you really liked the first one I think you do have to play the first one to get the real... What do is play the first one, take about eight years, mm-hmm. and come back to the second one if you want the full effect. But, <laughs> yeah, I think at least give it a shot. Especially, I mean, it's I, this game's probably going to be free on Plus in a couple months, let's be honest. Yeah, I think so as well. Siobhan, do you, do you think uh, this is worth a play as well? Yes. Um, yeah, I think for me it's, um, like, yeah, like the guys that said, like, obviously play. Play that you can't not play the first one, really. Um, but I think for me it's just such a human game, if that makes sense. Um, it's like such, there's so many different elements of humanity on show. Um, so many kind of characters to, uh, I guess, engage with, think about, and it just can completely kind of messes with you in the best way. Um, and yeah, I think it just gives you such a unique experience. Like I don't, like this is probably like the third time I've said it on this podcast now, but like I've just never, never experienced anything like it. And that to me is one of the most kind of special things about, um, about it really, uh, about just like gaming in general. That like also that this is a it's a video game. Like it's so cool that, um, it kind of can get that reaction um, out of me and out of other people. Um, and yeah, I 
I think it's great. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say about that. Yeah, I think what I'll just say before we just do the Patreon shout outs. Um, I think the mileage varies on who you recommend it to. Uh, again, like you, you guys have touched on it. Um, if you've played the first game, I think you'll get more out of it. If you're coming into it fairly fresh, I'm not sure if you'll have that same engagement and and play. But you, you never know. Everybody gets different things out of games, so I'm on a. I'd maybe recommend <laughs> it depending who who it is I'm speaking to. But before we go, like I said, we've got the Patreon shoutouts to do. This is for the people that only God subscribes to you. Uh, we appreciate absolute boys, legends, <laughs> kings. We appreciate your support. Uh, and those people are Chris Wilson, Enon Films, Dal Griffith, Sam Luck, Ola Smith, Peter Hodgkins, Andy Meakin, Fabiana Rosas, Hamish Calvert, Martin Richmond, Manuel Bento, Robert Denny, and Javier Loring. Thank you so much for your support. It makes episodes like this and the great YouTube content as well that we put out possible. Uh, anything you want to plug, guys, before we go? You forgot to say Deacon St. John as well. He's one of the uh, Deacon St. John oh, as well. Yeah. He's at the uh, Only Legends yeah. subscribes yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, just as always, just the YouTube channel and then all the other content on the uh, on the Jump Cut site oh, and also the magazine uh, which came out, which we had a little Final Fantasy section in it. I wrote about, well, got way too personal about me and Final Fantasy X. <laughs> Very complicated, but I just you know just the usual. We had we set a hundred subscribers since the last time we spoke. Yeah, so yeah, uh, what, just what am I doing? It. Am I not? Am I not like signing everyone's name or something? Wasn't that what you said? Like free podcast. I think you? we said that you were. Well, we said it on text chat that you were going to do Han Solo from Star Wars oh, Connect yeah, for so everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe for like a million subscribers. Maybe you can remix it and do like a Days Gone version of it if you want. Well, Kyle tries to play Days Gone but falling asleep. Nah, I mean like do the hand, the, the song. <laughs> oh god. Do another, do another remix of it of Jason Derulo's solo, but about Days Gone. You can't improve perfection. <laughs> you can polish it though. Mm. Thank you, Jason Derulo. Thank you. That, that's it for me. <laughs> Aaron, anything you want to plug? Uh, I honestly like I my mind is an absolute scramble. I've been working like burning the candle at both ends for a couple of weeks now. Uh, and for anyone wondering why regular videos have dipped off, my internet has been out for over two weeks now. So that hasn't really helped the issue as I don't have any capacity to upload or download anything. So doesn't that's not really doesn't really help when it comes to video making so that's an issue what i will possibly plug since this is the last part to podcast is that i have done a little thing with your boy kyle and a few others back in december uh for six month like anniversary kind of thing on you know reflecting on the last part so you can find it on uh spotify it's called talking games with bane a very you know a short-lived um Docu- audio documentary series that i done which were great fun actually I finished the edit while I had COVID as well so you oh. know I really put in that <laughs> put in the time with that but, um... the true last of us experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's that and I actually I actually listened to it again for the first time like the other week and I think it's pretty decent yeah, it's class <laughs> it is it's cracking it's good shit uh, so if you if you want to check that out uh, that'll be good <laughs> Siobhan, anything you'd um, like to plug before we go? Not really doing much at the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, like I guess just 
all of my writings on Jump Cut. Um, I also do crochet stuff. Uh, I've been genuinely thinking about doing a little Joel for a while, um, so you can find me on Corner Selkie. Do it. I know, it'd be so cute. Um, it's on Corner Selkie Crochet, and that is uh, pretty much it for me at the moment. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just say as well, just to reiterate the YouTube channel, like, awesome content on there, and we've got some great interviews as well. We've got Lady Dimitrescu mm-hmm. and Mother Miranda from Resident Evil. We've got Jack Wall, who's, like, converse some of the legendary games in the industry, and we've got Mr. Hitman himself <laughs> talking to you, boy, trader boy, over here. <laughs> so there's all sorts of stuff to check out, um, and we've got features rounding out the month about Naughty Dog as well, which this podcast is tying into, so do go ahead and read those. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, guys. Um, not as much bloodshed as I thought <laughs> on this episode. It's been nice and civil. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.